this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Good everyone and welcome to another exciting podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez and so glad and honored to be with you guys today and hope everyone had a great Easter. I know I was able to spend time with my family and we had a great time and was able to hide some eggs for my nieces and nephews and it just was a a blast. Uh, actually, my great niece and nephew, my goodness, what's going on with this age here? <laughs> so we had a great time. It was amazing and uh, I love holidays. Spending time with family and friends is some of the best times ever and I hope you guys had a great Easter as well for those of you who celebrate it. So let me talk today a couple of minutes about some things. Now I've been putting out some books recently that I believe has been uh, very helpful for a lot of people. We've got a lot of we'll say testimonial stories of people you know emailing the you know uh, Identity Network and telling us just how you know these books have changed their lives and shifted their paradigms and and I'm so honored and glad to have so many people on our book of the month program and if you're not on the book of the month program you need to sign up today. You can call our office to sign up. That way we can run your um, you know, donation through whatever day of the month you want automatically. Or you can just go to the website um, and you can just sign up automatically on IdentityNetwork.net. But I'm telling you guys, uh, every month I put out a book and it's usually very, uh, I don't want to use the word controversial because I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a big fan of that word sometimes. But I like the fact that it's just sort of out of the box because I like to write on things that a lot of, a lot of Christian ministers just don't write on because sometimes they have to sort of, you know, they're going to put one book out for, let's say, five years or over ten years, and they're going to put out something that's like, you know, really big, that's sort of popular in Christianity, and I get that. And sometimes you just want to be able to, you know, market that pretty good because it's maybe a hot topic of the hour. But for me, I like to be able to do it monthly simply because the fact it's a lot of work, but I have a dynamic uh, couple of editors that work for me, and they are the bomb. They are amazing people, and they help me with my writing, and so I'm I'm loving what we do. So if you're not on the program, get on it today by going to the website. So with all that said, I want to say this. You know, a lot of times people ask me now, your your podcast is called Thoughts Become Things. And I'm like, exactly. I'm a huge law of attraction practitioner. Now, let me explain to you what that means. As a Christ follower, I firmly believe that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You know, we discovered years and years ago where the heart actually is an organ. And yet we actually think with our whole body, our whole being, not just with our mind. And so guess what? The scripture had it right the whole time that we do think with our heart. We do think, you know, there is a thinking process within every organ of our body that houses, you know, trauma, drama, and and some joyful times and happy memories. And so I wanted to be able to sort of touch on that today uh, because a lot of times it's it's good to be able to think about positive thinking and stuff. I, I actually am putting out, a, putting out a book right now that'll come out here in a couple of months and it's actually healing or getting healed from negative energy. Now many of you are going to be like, you know, oh, there's that word energy. Hey, it's in the Bible. If you study the original language, it's energia, which is a Latin word. So guess what? This is biblical. You know, I always tell people, don't suffer from lack of knowledge and make yourself look not the brightest in the world when you do that, all right? And you want to be able to know what you're talking about. So uh, so I, I'm writing a book on how to be healed from negative energy from other people, and I think it's going to be a really great seller here as well, uh, coming out in a couple of months. So definitely get on the program till you're able to get this book with free shipping if you live in the USA. Now then, 
Let's talk about Law of Attraction for a moment, can we? Because once again, it is embedded in the universe. It's embedded in creation. It's one of the highlights of our lives that, that really, you know, no matter who you are, Satan, sinner, or light, no matter what religion or custom you want to carry out, it just works for everyone. Because what you think in your heart, you will carry out. What you think in your heart, your world becomes. What you think about begins to pour out of everything that you're part of. And a lot of times people wake up and they ask themselves, you know, how did my life get where it is? Well, because you actually pre-programmed your mind for destiny. You pre-programmed how you wanted your life to turn out. Now, are there some prizes and are there, you know, the Bible says, you know, that with this life there'll be trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. Now, I like that scripture because, you know, it's 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 being honest. It's not being negative. It's saying to you that, hey, in this life, you're going to have some trials and tribulations. In other words, you're going to go through some things, but all, the, all of a sudden, it just flips it to say, but be of good cheer. You know, not only because God has overcome the world, but it's the idea of you know, but be of good cheer. And so automatically it's letting you know, look, no matter what you go through, you gotta put some cheer into it. You gotta put some happiness on. You gotta put a happy face on because you gotta realize that this trial doesn't have to take you down. This tribulation doesn't mean it defines your life. It just means it's there for the moment. What are you gonna do with it? And that's a key thing that most people don't realize is you can't allow a trial or tribulation to define you. And you might say, well, how does it define me? Is it not, is it more of a belief system? It is in, in, in what you believe as far as the trial and tribulation, yes. But it's also it's what you decide to become with that. See, the more that you do focus on a trial and tribulation, knowing that you're going to go through them anyway, but the more you focus on it, you know, you got to realize whatever you focus on, you do become. It becomes a part of your reality. It becomes a part of your lifestyle. It becomes a part of your thinking process. You know, um, and that's when you have to begin to understand that the more you dwell on something, you do become that thing because it's just, it's just what you're doing is you're, you're pre-programming programming your mind and you're already speaking prophetically into your existence, into your reality, but not even just that which is deadly enough, but you're speaking into your future because what, because if you live in the now moment, what it is you're pre-programming your mind for that you're becoming, then guess what? Your beingness at that moment of what, you, what you're going through, the more you adapt to it, the more you think about it, you do adapt, adapt to it, the more you acclimate to it. So the more you're thinking about something, the more you acclimate to it. It's the same procedure as a fish in water. You can't just throw a, uh, you know, I have, we have a big koi pond here and I have some of the largest koi in Alabama actually. But you can't expect to take, you know, a fish or a koi, for example, that's in, let's say, very warm water, let's say if it's the midsummer, and throw it into an ice cold bucket of water because it doesn't acclimate and it could give it, it could give it a heart attack and, and kill it. Your body has to acclimate to it. Think about, think about the crabs you talk, you know, we think about in hot, hot boiling water. Now, I'm not, I'm not an animal um, killer, just to be honest with you. Uh, I am a sort of more of an animal animal rights person. I am pescatarian, which means I only eat fish and shrimp and lobster. I only eat more fish food. I don't eat any cow or um, or, or or let's say chicken or anything like that. But and pig because I'm just an animal rights person. I know the abuse of them, and I I'm I'm not like some people. I'm not gonna lie about. It. I'm not like some people where they say don't talk about that. Don't talk about it. I don't want to bury my head in the sand knowing that they're they're being slaughtered and electrocuted and killed. So for me, my conscience just won't allow me to go that route. You know, because because for me, what you think about, you have to you have to be responsible for. And so a lot of people would rather bury their head in the sand than not be responsible. I'm not that kind of person. So anyway. 
with me. Here's the idea is realizing that through that I'm pescatarian. So therefore, but if you put a crab in the water, get back to my story, put a crab in a water, you know, um, and you start, you know, they acclimate to the water and then you start boiling it. They're not going to cr- run out. But if you throw them in, in uh, you know, in, in boiling hot water, they're going to try to climb out as quick as they can. Because, because your life is the same way. If you allow your thoughts to begin to acclimate on it before long, you will become that thing. Because, because you get accustomed, you get used to, you, you get comfortable with it. Whatever word and terminology you want to use, you will acclimate to that very thing. And then before long, guess what? You deceive yourself from it because people are going to look at you and say, wow, look at this in your life. And why is this going on? And you're going to be like, I don't know. Just having just a rough day, I guess, because you won't ever be able to see yourself as as realizing, you know what, this is more deadly than I thought it was, you know, because you've acclimated to it. The more you acclimate to something, the more you, you, you become desensitized from it. And you don't realize the structure of your life is so totally shifted and changed that you can't recognize the fact that you're living in, in you know, in deep water here. And so, guess what? Other people might see it of like, wow, your life has changed. What's going on? Really? I didn't know my life has changed so much. Because we deceive ourselves every single day. And you can't do that. You've got to begin to look at your life and say, you know what? i got to begin to realize what I'm doing. And the best way to do that is, you know, when the the Bible says come out from among them and be separate. Now, coming out from among them, yes, can mean the world and the system and the political system and the structure that mankind put together that's going to fail because it can fail at any moment. However, the system of God, the kingdom of God doesn't fail. So now, with that being said, what this means is that when you come out from among them, it also can all represent tons of other things. It can represent, you know, the value system they place upon you. You know, women, you should be, you know, skinny as rails and have this, you know, body that the Vogue magazine, you know, uh, says you should have. And if you're not like that, then something's wrong with you, right? So you, we know the, we know the value they place upon men and women are very, very demanding and it's very superficial, materialistic. And so, you know, it's it's there's no way to keep up with the Joneses on that avenue because then you become warped thinking that if I'm not looking like that, then wow, I'm really ugly. That's not true at all, right? And so we 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 acclimate to the system of the world, unfortunately, and begin to see ourselves as as trying to fight to be that image, and that image will always change anyway, and that image is always going to be superficial. So so you lose yourself. And when you lose yourself, then you become so desensitized to what beauty really is and what beauty stands for you know and being beautiful in the eyes of God and and realizing that you know you're going to destroy yourself through that and so when we begin to look at our lives and realize is it healthy for me to acclimate to a trial or tribulation is it healthy for me to acclimate to something I'm going through absolutely not what you've got to do is begin to walk through it I love what David said I use this example all the time yea though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil I love how David just flips it around automatically it's like I'm going through something, but I'm not going to fear. I don't have time to fear. I got a rod and a staff with me. So he so he shifts his focus back on what he has. How many of you are always like, man, I wish I had a new car. I wish I had a new house. But David shifted his, his mind back to what he has, shifted his mind back to what he owns, uh, you know, what God's given him. So, you know, yea, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod and the staff comfort me. Notice how David just shifted back to say, oh, man. In, in today's terminology, we could say giving gratitude for that sword, 
word, giving gratitude for the, I mean, excuse me, for the, um, the rod and the staff. Because automatically he recognized I'm not focused on the valley, even though I've got to go through it. And I'm going to learn some stuff through it because if not, why is it here? And I'm going to walk my, walk my head held high and, and, and walk with joy because there's something, maybe a hidden treasure in here, but I'm not going to focus on the surroundings that's surrounding the hidden treasure I'm supposed to find and discover. Because that's what I'm not, what I'm not called to do. I'm supposed to go through it to grab a hold of what I need to empower me more and yet keep my head focused above the water and focus on the fact that I'm not going to fear, focus on the fact I've got a rod and a staff, so I'm moving in gratitude. And all of a sudden, guess what? You, you, you go through it within seconds and minutes or days and weeks and, and you're like, wow, what happened? It's, it's, it's gone. That's the kingdom of God. That's a place you've got to realize. Move in gratitude. You know, don't fight in, in the resistance. Don't, don't resist something you're going through. Trials and tribulations are not devils. They're just, they're just things you go through every day. And when you go through them, it's your attitude that's going to really make up for your day. It's going to begin to speak of who you really are. Your attitude will speak of who you really are when you begin to go through of time to see what attitude you have. So it's good and healthy to begin to say, this is fine. This too shall pass. I'm focusing on what I have. I think. God for what I have. I'm moving in gratitude. Thank you for Rod and staff. Thank you for a beautiful family. Thank you, Lord, that I do have enough money to get me by if I lost my job. Thank you, Lord, that if there's going to come another girlfriend coming down the road, if this one breaks up with me. Or thank you, Lord, my husband, you know, um, he might not have a job right now, but you know what? He's going to get a job in Jesus' name. I mean, there's always that positive to move into. That's a key thing that God wants you to have. And so I wanted to leave this with you guys today in this podcast because I wanted you guys to sort of have some food for thought. Don't allow anything you're moving through that's not really a good good report. Don't acclim- Don't allow yourself to, to sit there because then what you're doing is you're acclimating to the, the problem and the problem will become comfortable for you. Remember this. Anytime you acclimate to something good excuse me, acclimate to something bad or, or, or a bad trial or a negative time, what you're doing is when you're pondering on it, you, what you're doing, what, you're, what you need to realize is you're acclimating to it. You're making something that was that's supposed to be uncomfortable for you because you're moving positive and wonderful, you know, uh, joy and everything else. So you're making a negative, make it, you're making it feel comfortable for you. Don't do that because you're acclimating to it. And before long, you'll become so desensitized that you'll look at yourself and say, how did I end up here? Because you acclimated to the problem, right? Keep your head above the water, focus and look up and know your redemption draws nigh and everything I'm going through, you know what? It, this too shall pass, but I'm going to give with, uh, I'm going to get, uh, walk in gratitude and power while I'm going through this because that's the kingdom of God. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this podcast today. I honestly mean that. I hope you guys have a blessed week and such a wonderful um, day, such a wonderful week, and a wonderful life we've been given and granted. So, as I always close out and say, if you don't like your day, change your thoughts and change your, your day. It'll happen. God bless. Have a good day. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.